Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 577. And today we start looking into the city of Jinky 25, which is universal love, the divine gift of universal love. And this is the this is the realization that there is only one of us here. There, the entire universe is one thing. Or the entire multiverse is one thing. And we've been uh, living a life of separation for so long. Not only on this physical reality, but on layers of non-physical, metaphysical reality. Uh, um, because of the nature of of time, which is literally just the expansion of consciousness, the expansion of thought itself, manifesting as light, manifesting as sound, and then manifesting as matter. And this is the, um, the what's called the involution of consciousness. <clears throat> and so as we land in this reality, and we, we've been here for, you know, I mean, according to the Big Bang for 13.86 billion years, something like that, um, but it, you know, it could be more than that because we don't understand that, but that's kind of time itself. But to understand something that is infinite, infinitesimally small with the entire weight and mass of the entire multiverse, that's what scientists called the, 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 what was before the Big Bang. The, the Bing Bang, the Bing Bang, <laughs> the Bing, the Bing Bang <laughs> before the Big Bang. <laughs> and uh, but if you can imagine that, it means that everything was that infinitesimally small particle with all the mass of the multiverse. And and if you look at the distance between the uh, uh, nucleus of an atom and the and the Elect- electron cloud is like the distance between the, the earth and the sun. There is so much more space in matter than actual matter. And so when we start contemplating this, what does this have to do with universal love, right? You understand that the love of God, the love, the love that is, is so advanced, so vast, so Unlimited, that it allows the illusion of separation. Because in order for love itself to know itself, for God to know itself, how are you going to love yourself if you've always had everything? If you've always, you know, snap your fingers and, and, and manifest everything instantaneously. Where is the adventure in that? So... As our true nature is adventure, our true nature is discovery, our true nature is expansion. What a a, a most advanced, most um, epic way of expression for God than to create the illusion of separation, the illusion of time, in order for it to spread into infinite vantage points with its own unique 
frequency tone with its own unique point of observation, with its own unique authentic choice of focus, choice of where the attention is placed, and with its own potential for evolution and expansion. And all of it happening simultaneously because there was no time. If you can imagine, this is where we get into divine dichotomies. This we're in the realm of the cities here, which is this stuff is not human, right? And I'm not saying that it does; it's not humane. I'm saying that it's beyond the drama, beyond the the the, the hero's journey. This is this is afterwards. This is once the resurrection happens, right? Because you have the 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 the, the hero's journey goes. Um, um, from you know the the ordinary world to the extraordinary world goes down all the way to the dark night, and then uh, makes a decision that accepts the change because that's literally our journey to accept change, and then we make a final decision. Uh, I, I, when we make that decision, sometimes you die and resurrect. And I'm talking about in terms of, obviously, this is literal because we have these incarnations. But I'm talking about in terms of, of our, our perception of reality. A, a part of your perception of reality dies. And you, and you in order for a, a more um, expansive awareness to be birthed within you. And then you have made that last epic decision that takes you all the way to the reconnection to uh, what's most important and most valuable in life, which is life itself, which is expansion, which is love, which is the ultimate allower of creation, of expression. And so when we're talking about universal love, we're talking about the moment when you make the decision, because you've been seeing this for a while, and it, this isn't something that the person, we're, the personality is gone by now. Here We're in the city. There's no personality. There's the true authentic self at this point, self-expression. That angle from which, that beam from which the divine light of creation is shining in a very unique angle from which the, the free will is acting, is, is, is choosing focus from a very specific angle. And it's allowing the light of creation to flow through and, and manifest experience from a, that very specific angle. And then you take a look at the entire of the multiverse and every living being and including the rocks and the volcanoes and planets and stars. Every one of these are angles from which the light of creation is, is shining in the universe, is, is being the universe. And so to, to, to arrive to this universal love is to arrive to yourself, following that beam back to its source. And you realize that the source is the beam. The source is not, it's not coming from a direction because remember, the direction has no time. And without time, you have no space. So we're talking about the essence of the light is what we are. And so... And we're talking about universal love in more practical, you know, grounding points of perspective that you know you can see more, more, more close to home. Which say you start looking into someone's eyes and you see that they're God, and you see a lizard and that's God, and you see a bird and that's God, and you see the sun and that's God, and you see the walls in your room and that's God, 
And you see a rock on the floor and that's God. And you see a car and that's God. And every single part, the creation, the nasty stuff, the evil stuff, that is God expressing that that expression for the purpose of expansion. It's not very advanced. It's not because advanced, we're talking about opening of the heart, embracing, you know, something evil is very closed and afraid, right? And so it's, it's a very basic form of, of, of the expression of, of love. Because without the universal love, evil wouldn't exist. Imagine the love of God so vast to allow evil to exist. In order to evolve, in order to create that uh, um, irritation for the pearl, for the, uh, for the oyster, right? Which now have seen it's not sand, but it's actually an infection. Um, in order for the, per- the, the oyster to make the pearl. Every single aspect of reality is perfection. It is love. Every single thing. And so arriving to this realization is, is, is realizing that there's, there is more than purpose. There is a, a journey that needs to be understood, needs to be lived through time. And at some point needs to be understood without time. And what I mean by that is the convergence of the involution and the evolution. And at that point, you would see in sacred geometry, this is the star of David, right? The six-pointed star. You've got coming down God into matter, creating time, and then returning back to point zero, returning back home to God. And there is more because the story doesn't end there. This is just this multiverse. The creation of this multiverse has a very specific signature. And that signature is that sacred wound, that sacred separation, that that refuse of of creating life in such a, a brute manner, right? And then there is more. What if this universe is just the latest iteration in the expression of the universal God. Our return. When you think about God. You think all of creation is one being. So vast. So advanced. That it's simultaneously the infinite of points. Of angles of perspective. Engaging life. Creating all this beautiful music. And architecture. And design. And technology. And financial systems. And political systems. And medicine and, and arts and crafts and gardening all of who, where does the plants come from where does these bodies come from we're talking about genetic engineering we're talking about space travel time travel all of these elements that it, it encompass life and when we begin to see it not as a means to an end or an, an end at itself but as something that's ever present and has always happened without time. That is love. That is universal love. The allowing of all of expression. Because ultimately as life refines itself, it opens up and loses its fear and evil dissolves. So we're going to be talking about that today. Uh, but before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast... 
you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. The very bottom, there's a few links. One of them says Gene Keys. Click on that one and that'll take you to episode 256. And on that, you can listen to that episode on that page and that explains what is it that we're doing here, how to start understanding the, the jinkies, how, 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 what is the hologenetic profile. This is the map we're using to heal ourselves, to reclaim our kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is our kingdom because we are the children of God. And we've been lost in physicality for so long because we don't remember who we are and our power and our rightful throne in the kingdom of heaven. What it is, what is the kingdom of heaven? Is love, is joy, is fulfillment, is unlimited expression without the need to impose or demand or exert power on others. Because you realize the kingdom of heaven is everyone. And then all that can come out of you is love because you're looking at another person. You're looking at yourself. You're looking at God. You're looking at God in everyone. And so that's what we're doing here, learning how to love ourselves, learning how to heal ourselves, learning how to reclaim our attention from the unconscious and bring it to the present so that God can land here. Because the, the divine light of creation, the beam of God, is it's always shining through uh, through our personality. Because we have, you know, that's another thing that the personality, right? But when we res- re- rescue our attention from the unconscious, we call them the shadows, right? Turn them into gifts. It's the same energies. The only difference is that the heart opens up, the attention is in the present, and now the light can land on physical reality because the attention, the 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 door, the seal, the, the, the lock is open. And now your attention is in the present. And so we're reclaiming our presence. You know, we're reclaiming our right to choose where to put our attention instead of having attention, choosing itself by itself in the unconscious in stuff that is useless because we had a misunderstanding. We were five years old and now we're still processing when you, you know, drop the orange juice and break that glass. And then your father stands up and told you that you're a fucking idiot. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm an idiot. And then you go your whole fucking life thinking that you're an idiot. And that stuff didn't start there. It comes coded with the body in the DNA. You chose that body because in the past lives, you know, that, that, that war that happened, you know, a thousand years ago where you were supposed to, uh, you know, kill somebody and, some, and, 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 and you couldn't because you were starting to feel love. And then, you know, they tell you you're a coward and then they hang you. All of that stuff is in the DNA, right? They hang you for being a traitor because you didn't want to kill somebody. Is the same energy we've had loops and, and experiences throughout our whole fractal line, our whole ancestry. And it gets condensed into the DNA. And then we have the opportunity to live this life with an example of experience that, that rekindles, restarts. It matches, lights again that, that DNA. And, and so brings that catalyst, that challenge again to the surface. And it's our job to figure out what the fuck does that mean and how can we heal it. 
So here's, that's what we're doing here. We're learning how to read this map, the hologenetic profile on that page on the Gene Keys page on Jorn.tv. You will see a link that says, click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. You click on that link, that'll take you to the Gene Keys website where you can download your map that is specific for your body in this incarnation, for your specific configuration of spiritual configuration where it's a map that will serve you to find out this lacks of uh, leaks of attention, these shadows in the unconscious. We bring them to the conscious, we heal ourselves, and we rediscover fulfillment and love. And so all of that page, there's information how to read this map, there's an index, there's resources, there's charts, there's everything. And at the very top, there's a, a search, the very top of the website, there's a search when you get your map. Any word that you see on that map, just put it in the search and you will find tons of episodes. We have over 300 episodes that talk about that map. So this is a magnificent, amazing, epic journey of self-healing. And the greatest part of all this stuff is that this stuff has no dogma. It doesn't tell you anything. These are hints. This is a map. These are tools. But the only thing that it will do, it will point you in, in the right direction. And then you have to walk that journey. And what I mean by that is that you have to establish a connection, a relationship, a conversation with God. Because now we're having, this is high frequency data, philosophy, information, but it's not truth. It's not knowledge and it definitely is not wisdom. What we're doing is we're taking that data, putting it in the brain, having, then having our contemplation, our conversation with God, which now it's, it's, it's not thinking about, you know, paying the mortgage and, and, and looking sexy for the party. This is, this is high. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying that's social consciousness. That stuff is not going to get you the answers that you need to, to break through this millenarial or billionarial challenge embedded in the DNA. You're having a conversation with God, a high frequency conversation with God, and then you're going to get high frequency answers. And you call forth God, send me the messenger so that I can have a physical, visceral experience. And then you will be able to manifest experiences in your life that will carry the frequency of the wound, of the shadow, and it will show you where it is and how it looks because these are blind spots that we don't see that are on the unconscious. But when you have the experience and it turns visceral, and what I mean by visceral is they're going to fucking piss you off. Or you're going to be afraid. That's when it's emotional. That's when it's visceral. That's when the energy is electromagnetic passing through the, your, your emotional body and hitting you. It's not mental anymore. You're having an experience and your electromagnetic field is going to have a response to that interaction. That is the moment of truth. And because you've trained and you've started and you have the data... You have a higher possibility of understanding the true electromagnetic message. And when you get that, you get realization. And realization, it, it, it raises the frequency from, from fear to love. And it opens your heart. And the moment that you can have that same experience that used to piss you off, that used to make you afraid. And now you have compassion. You have understanding. You can see God. You can't see yourself. You can't see love in, in, in someone, that messenger, in that messenger size, that person. I'm not saying that you're going to play their games or you can, you're going to like continue to live with them or whatever because they might be a mess, right? Their journey is their journey. What I'm saying is that you inside of yourself are going to be able to evolve. 
And that's what we're after here. So that's our work and that's on that page. And if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, click on the About tab at the bottom and that'll take you to episode one. And you can listen to what's our goal with this uh, vision of Planet Homemaking. We want to make a, a home out of this planet and 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 we're on, we're on we're on, on humanity's awakening and the awakening means to create an alternate reality that it's much more advanced than the hierarchical matrix power structural hydraulic despotism bullshit that we've been living for tens of thousands of years right and so as soon as you create a reality uh, that it's devoid of slavery because that's where we're living. We're living in a reality of slavery that it's so advanced. It's not really that advanced, but it's advanced for the people that can't see that are living in mass formation psychosis, right? Where you are not truly free. Because the moment you go, you walk into nature and you realize in the freedom of nature, the freedom of a desert, of, of a jungle, of a, of, a, of, a, of a forest, the freedom of the sun, the freedom of the stars, the freedom of the galaxy, you realize that you're living under edicts from people that have lived their lives with their hearts closed and created rules and laws and regulations because their hearts are closed. They're, these edicts, these laws, they're limited and they're, uh, uh, they're um, um, enslaving. And, and so um, at, in that page, you can listen to that episode one, you know, the main idea of what we're doing here. But on that, in that page, there's a resources section at the bottom, and that explains what's been going on in the last three years with all the bullshit that's been going on in the world. And this is our time. This is our uh, initiation, our coming of age as a civilization. And the greatest task that we have right now is to de- learn to differentiate the truth from lies. And the only way to do that is to turn inward and listen to the voice of God within you that is unafraid and it's unyielding. Because when you realize that you have been given free will to put your attention where you want it, it's your divine right to choose your destiny by putting your focus, your attention and manifesting the reality that you choose to to focus on. Right. But when somebody comes and tell you, you need to get injected with this mRNA va- vaccine in order to save everybody. But we have never done studies on it, on it except 40 pregnant mouse, you know, and they all died. But you need to do it to save everybody. And then you find out that the actual test, the isops that they stick up your brain, they actually don't uh, uh, differentiate between the flu and the, and the COVID the SARS-2 Right when you find out the, the millions of people with now Bell's palsy and, and myocarditis, and then you realize, holy fucking shit, we've been lied, we've been played, we've been played, and this is not freedom, this is a ploy. And you realize that the face of evil has the face of a big fucking smile that tells you exactly what you want to hear. Not you, your personality. These, these are the games of, of, of the shadow. These are the games of the closed heart. The games of enslavement when you haven't seen God in another. When you see God in another, you could, could know, it could never harm them. You will tell them the truth and it will piss them off. But you could never harm them. And so when, when we live in a world of lies, we are living in, in, in an opportunity to discover the truth. And this is our task as a civilization. And so uh, on that page, there's all of that information. We have um, 
Uh, we have uh, uh, our social media links. So we have a Telegram news channel, a Telegram chat room. If you want to contact us, that's the place to do it. We have um, um, a, a Rumble account, a Clubhouse, a Truth Social. You can follow us on everywhere there. At the very bottom of TV, we have the Pioneers link. And that'll take you to the category in our website where we interview people from all walks of life that have gone through their dark night of the soul, rescued themselves from their fear, and discovered a unique angle of healing that could mean anything from any way of life. It could be technology, it could be light working, it could be multidimensional, it could be scuba diving. It doesn't matter, but they have discover something and now they're bringing that gift to the world and that's the work we're doing here reclaiming ourselves from the shadows and bringing that light out of the darkness into the world and then the nature of love is giving when you realize god when you realize love you can't help keeping it inside you can't you can't just sit down and say, well, I realize love and I'm just going to sit here and watch the whole thing go down the toilet. You have to step up. You have to speak out. You have to give what you have. Without giving three fucks what anybody think about it. It's not your job to change people's mind. It's your job to give your love and keep giving and keep going. If people get it great, if they don't, it's none of your business. We're not here to change people. We are here to give our love. So all of that is on that page. And uh, and we have the, the, the pioneers are also on video episodes. They're not just audio. And you can find that at the very bottom of uh, Jorn.tv. So let's dive into this first part of the 21st City Universal Love. I'm starting this book by Richard Rudd, and I'm giving you my contemplation and his contemplation, because he's contemplating the I Ching, right? And this is his contemplation, and then I'm contemplating his contemplation, and now you have to contemplate my contemplation (laughs) and his contemplation. The whole point here is that you come to your own words that are based on your own life experience. If you can take these concepts and, and, and realize how they fit in your life, in, in your experiences, in your relationships, you will get your own truth because it's now you lived it. And you can call forth new experiences out of this to live it. Otherwise, this is entertainment and philosophy, which is okay, but it's not really going to heal your heart. So let's dive into this. The Rose and the Chalice, the 25th city, the 25th universal, the 25th city of universal love, the 25th divine gift. Every jinky exists inside each of us. And this is the one thing I keep saying. You know, we have the hologenetic profile, which has the map of 11 jinkies. And I consider that the entry point into yourself. But once you go through that, you'll realize that you are the 64 jinkies. But it's already a, a big thing to contemplate one, let alone let alone 11 of the hologenetic profile, let alone the 64s. You got to start somewhere. A lot of people look at this and they feel like already tired, you know, like they're looking at a mountain. They go like, oh, fuck, I don't want to hike that thing. But when you start feeling the love and the realization and you start rescuing yourself from the unconscious and you start bringing those shadows into the conscious and you start realizing your genius and your gifts and you start putting things together and realizing how this thing is dynamic and alive, and you can perfectly utilize it in your whole life. You're going through your life with a map, a living map, 
my God, you, you take it a whole other level. And so now I, I see the entire 64 jinkies because I see it as a vector equilibrium that Nassim Haramein talks about. It's a three-dimensional uh, metatronic, meta, Metatron's cube that contains all of the experiences of humanity and how, and this is how I see we're building a blueprint for a new civilization. That it start that it's made out of the frequency, made out of the authenticity, authentic self-expression of people, individuals, realizing that they're the whole, that they're everyone, and what they're here to do is love. Because the moment that you give love, you give the first one that you give is to yourself. So instead of going out there searching to get love, you give it, and by giving it, you're giving it to yourself. Now, that is the recipe for unlimited abundance. That is universal love, right? So, um, so every jinky exists inside each of us. And the 25th jinky is the primary archetype of love. Behind the mystery of the 25th gift lies the mystery of suffering. And as we have seen through the 25th shadow of constriction that we've already covered... It is a theme integral to the evolution of human consciousness. Not only human consciousness, soul. Soul throughout the entire multiverse. Because he's looking at humanity. But I'm looking at, at the lights of God shining on every single world in the entire multiverse. We've not just been on this planet. This story is old as the fucking stars. The beautiful stars. <laughs> right? So um, so this connection to human suffering brings the 25th jinky into close relationship to the 24, 22nd jinky by whose grace, deep acceptance and love may be found. And we cover the 22nd jinky and it's about, you know, 20, 30 episodes of that. That's the whole book of what metaphysics are. You know, what is the nature of the subtle bodies and how... To build a portal to grace. Because if you can realize that you do not need to suffer karma. If you can tap into the infinite grace of, of God. What you're tapping is into a wormhole that collapses time and space. And you can clear your entire flat fractal line in, in one moment. Right? Uh, through the grace of God. And that's what the 22nd Jinky is about. Right? So this is connected. Because universal love is... The grace of God. It is the same thing. And, and this is where you start seeing, because it's all the same thing. All cities are the same city. From the, I keep saying this from the outside. It's just like a circular room with 64 doors. And the cities are the doors on the outside. You come, you go, you grab the, the handle. The handle is the city. You turn the handle out. You open that door. That is the city. The moment you enter the room, you are all 64 cities, one connected, become the seventh body, right? The seventh seal. At that point, uh, the uh, you realize that every city was just, uh, each of the 64 cities was just a different angle from which they were all looking at the same thing. And once you're inside, you're all of them. And it's all love. It's God, right? So uh, the sacred wound only reveals its true purpose through the 25th city of universal love. And because we're looking at the, at the sacred wound here, here, which is the piercing of the, of the multiverse by the willingness of God to create in this womb, right? We're talking about the, the uh, 
expansion of God into this multiverse to create out of that rejected material of, of, of other universes, of other multiverses to create this multiverse. And so that is the core signature embedded in all of creation in this multiverse. I am not good enough. I am not worthy of love. I have been rejected. I miss home. I am here in time and space because maybe in other multiverses, time and space didn't exist. It was something else. Who knows? Because we, we don't even have the consciousness to contemplate a universe without time and space or a multiverse without time and space. But in this one, we have time and space, which means there's a separation between focus and manifestation. And so that is what creates the sacred wound. And we all carry that. And the solution to, to, to uh, heal this sacred wound is awareness. When we know we have this, then it no longer has power over us. Because we go through life doing everything we can to be good people, to be better, to show up, to prove that we're worthy. And if we can be aware of this lie, this sacred wound, if you want to call it, right? Then we can go through life choosing uh, where to put our attention and our energy because we want to, because it makes us happy, because it feels organic to do so, not because we want to be worthy. It changes everything in your life. And this is spiritual reps, right? This is like, like going to the spiritual gym. It doesn't happen just because now you thought about it. You have to go and practice this stuff. Have that consciousness in the front of your mind 24-7. The reason I'm unhappy, the reason I don't enjoy life, the reason that I keep looking and have this anxiety under the skin is because I think I'm not good enough. Because I think I'm not worthy of love. And did you see the magic word there? Thinking. That's what the personality does. It's thinking. And then at the very core, we go even beyond thinking to the creation of the universe. And we have that fractal line carrying throughout generations and, and our ancestors. That embedded theme is like a tattoo in our soul. But the moment that we become awareness, that we become aware of this, is the moment that the light, the love, the universal love shines through and turns on that switch and the room illuminates. And now we can see that this is a lie. This is a lie. Now we have to feel it, obviously, because we can philosophize all till the cows come home here with like, oh, it's a lie, it's a lie. But if we're just thinking. This is an embodied visceral experience. We have to call forth experience so that we have that moment when their asshole comes and tells you, you're a piece of shit, you are less than whatever. And they can do it in subtle ways. Well, ha ha ha, you're not this good enough. And then you feel it because the, the, the pain is going to come through the emotional body and you're like, fuck, you know, I'm surrounded by people and they're, they're laughing at me. Now you're living. Now it's real. And if at that moment you can center yourself and focus your attention and realize it doesn't matter because they are projecting their angle of their own suffering. And that's what we all do here. We're projecting our own suffering onto others. And so when that energy comes to you, you become a living alchemical firmness for transmutation. That energy is going to come through you and you're going to realize the truth. Now it's physical. Now it's embodied. Now it's electromagnetic. You're a piece of shit. 
You're a nobody. You're worthless. You can't do this. You just fucked up. And you, and you feel and you let all of that. You don't blame them. You don't get angry at them. You let that come to you. And you know the truth. I am the child of God. I am divine consciousness. I am infinite love. And so are you and everyone. And you don't have to say it. You don't have to convince them. You don't, and in fact, that would be bullshit. Because now you're trying to prove that you're worthy by saying all these enlightened bullshit things. No, you know it. And oh my God, when you make that transmutation, it's electromagnetic. You might start laughing. You might relax. You get so peaceful. They're going to go like, what's happening with this guy? He's not getting like, he's not feeling like he's not good enough. Like we were thinking about it. What's going to make it? Now you've made a breakthrough. And they get better. This is epic stuff. Because when, when it's embodied, when you take that knowledge to the physical experience and have that and have the ability to transmute that later on, you're going to be transmuting demons and shit like that. It gets epic. Okay, so um, so this theme of the of the of the twenty fifth shadow of constriction is the in, it's integral to the evolution of human consciousness, right? Within these sixty four cities, every city is a fractal aspect of universal love. We have the ecstatic, sensual love of the 46th city, the devotional hard love of the 29th city, the intoxication of the 56th city, and the compassion of the 36th city. You see, what we're doing with all these jinkies is we're looking at the same thing from so many different angles with specific little variations on the knob. One of these ones is an entry point, and it's not going to be the same for everybody. But the moment you start getting one of these things, it connects to the next one and the next one because it's hologenetic, holographic, and it connects to the DNA. If you know what holography, if you take a piece of, of a holographic ray, it's laser, it contains the entire picture at a lower resolution. So a realization on any one of these gene keys, it gives you the entire vector equilibrium. The entire of the full picture at a lower resolution, right? But now you have pathways and this stuff starts creating neuropathways in the brain. And now you're moving at a higher frequency. You are moving. You're beginning to start seeing the connection between life. And this is where we're going. This is, this is, our, this is our destiny to realize that everything is one. And how? We're not just new age bullshit pulling it out of our ass. Oh, everything is one. Woo, let's hold hands and sing kumbaya. Right? And I love making fun of that because it really pushes the button of that personality. Is the personality called the pseudo-enlightened personality. I'm so enlightened because I do yoga. That is the fucking personality. And what I'm saying by that is we all have that. Is the need to prove that you're good enough. Because you are good enough. Everybody is, right? It's to truly see that. And it is like it doesn't matter. That it's also part of life. And you see it and you love it. And you can make fun of it. But at the same time, you love it. And that is the divine dichotomy. To start seeing life from that perspective. Can you hold that much love? And the answer is, we can't hold anything. We are a vessel. We are a, a, a conduit. 
we let the love pass through us and 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 we become we become uh, at that point you're open to all the entire universe because you're not clinging to anything this is mine 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 that's what makes us tired and sick so um um so the 25th city is love itself as the source of all and in this sense it can be called universal love in all cultures, this love is represented through the great myths. And in many of these myths, it is symbolized by the sacred symbol of blood. The symbol of blood has many meanings and levels. It represents the conduit for the sacred wound itself, coming from the bloodline all the way through the fractal line, to the, through the beginning of the universe, on every generation, every offspring, every uh, pro, your progeny. That carries that sacred wound that created this multiverse. And you have it here in the DNA, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's the catalyst. Without that, we wouldn't be creating because we wouldn't have that push to prove that we're good enough. And every time we prove, we keep fucking up. <laughs> but at the same time, we're filtering uh, we're like kind of like of all the multiple fuck ups of the entire multiverse, the more we keep creating and we're evolving and, and keep focusing on that, they're kind of like dwindling. And, and, and we're, well, we tried that one. That didn't work. We tried that one and that one, just like the guy, you know, that invented the, the, the light bulb. We tried that one and that one and that didn't work and that didn't work. And then we're narrowing it and narrowing it and narrowing it. And now we're at the place where we have figured out. Well, I guess I am good enough. We're right at the brink. This is called Christ consciousness. And this is where we're going. But without that catalyst, we wouldn't have had the journey. Because what kind of movie you want to watch for two hours of people having breakfast and saying, Good morning. I love you. You want some breakfast? You want some orange juice? I want some pancakes. Oh, we're so happy. Huh? We're like lollipops. Two hours of that shit. You throw yourself out the window. A true story is this this roller coaster of challenges and happiness and realizations and fuck ups, and at the end you go like, "Whoa, my God, that was epic!" And you have resolution at the end. You have, you know, the discovery. Amazing. This, this are you know the Aristotelian comedies, right? If you could have a tragedy at the end of that and it feels horrible, a tragedy, you go like, "Oh my God!" But it, well, that's a lesson too. It's like that happens when you don't change, fucker. You go down the drain and you'll come back in the next lifetime, you know, and, and so so it's all part of the the um, the movement of God through this multiverse in order to experience the nature of the refuse. Right. I am not good enough. I am not worthy of love. That is the sacred wound. Uh, so. Uh, so this um, this blood, the symbol of blood, represents the conduit for the sacred wound itself. The blood that passes from human to human down the ages and that contains the codes for the ultimate healing, our ultimate healing. On a more universal level, it symbolizes consciousness. It symbolizes, it is God. That which moves through and behind all forms, knitting them together into a great cosmic pattern. And that's what we are. All of us, we are the great cosmic pattern of creation. And so we're going to, um, 
we're going we're gonna to cut it off right there. Uh, and we're going to continue tomorrow. We're going to talk about Christ and the blood of Christ. And, and the body sat down. We're going to talk about the connection of this healing that has happened because of the avatar, because of the ascension, and how this is changing the bloodlines. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Uh, um, and so, uh, podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. Just look for Planet Homemaking. Or you can go to Jorn.tv and on every episode you will see the links for Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Reason, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, Player FM, Podvine, and many more that I'm not even aware of because they just keep popping. Also on Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv on the About tab. You can find our social media and you can follow us on Telegram, Truth Social, Rumble, uh, Clubhouse. At the very bottom, you can see the link to the Pioneers. Those are video uh, also, not just audio. And at the very bottom right corner, you will see a link that says support. If you're going through the dark night of the soul and you're ready to give your love, you don't even fucking know how because you're in the deep of the shit fuck hole. You know, and you're like, how, how am I going to get out of here? I feel devoted, devoid of energy. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm at the other end of the, the you know, the bad end of, of town. There is a way out. And that way is giving your love and uh, you don't have to get to be stuck on that one for 20 years because that's usually how long it takes at the dark night of the soul. We are at the end of, of the journey and the grace of God is highest now than ever been before. You can get through your dark night of the soul in just a few months. And we have a very specific coaching program where we help people get through the dark night of the soul in just a few months. So if you're going through that stuff and you need help, Click on the support button on join.tv at the bottom right corner and we can help you with that. You can find more information there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.